Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 549. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, something that has really defined me personally as like an individual human, but now I'm realizing how important this is in a relationship. I think it's one of the most important aspects of a healthy relationship. And it's our inclination as people to be silly gooses in our lives and to then take that into our relationships and prioritize it to be just two people, two silly gooses living and loving but from a place of lightheartedness where your commitment to each other, of course, is serious, but everything else, it's taken with humor, a laugh, a sense of playfulness. And, you know, in culture, I think that's contrary to sometimes how we label people. We label people who don't take things seriously as immature. It's not that. This is a playfulness that brings people together. It's a defining feature of a healthy relationship. It's a playfulness, a sense of humor that connects two people. And it reminds us that amidst moments of disagreement or stress or just the regular ups and downs of a relationship, we still understand each other. Laughter brings us back to each other. So that's the episode. I want to talk about being a silly goose with your partner and how important it actually is. Because when the world, you know, gets heavy, as it often does, being a silly goose with your partner, it lightens the load. Laughter, humor, playfulness lightens the load. But let's get a bit more practical and like measured here, because sure, it sounds nice to say, yeah, laugh a lot. You should laugh a lot with your partner. But why? (laughs) What's the why 
beyond laughing is fun. Well, the why is that laughter is one of the most clear examples of what Dr. John Gottman refers to as a bid for emotional connection, a bid for emotional connection. And if you listen to the podcast, I've referenced Gottman's work a couple of times before his work as a uh, psychologist and a, you know a social scientist i suppose it represents some of the most long standing research of what makes relationships work and what causes them to fail you can listen to episode 456 or 493 to hear more about his work specifically episode 456 uh, talks about what he refers to as the four horsemen of the apocalypse, uh, yikes, which basically represents his study of couples over decades, and it outlines four behaviors that predict a breakup, and those are behaviors in communicating communication, right? That if you know, if you have if these are represented time and time again, they likely read uh, lead to a breakup. And then there's episode 493, which talks about the magic five to one ratio, which outlines how a strong marriage or a strong relationship is built on the words you say to each other, specifically a ratio of five to one of, of good to quote, you know, bad words. But in the context of laughter, Gottman also found uh, an anecdote here in studying couples uh, and I'll mention it, and then we'll get into the practical of what being a silly goose is all about. But Gottman has what he calls a bid for emotional connection. And it's basically the way that humans try in their own individual ways to connect with people around them. And according to his site, you can read this all on Gottman.com, but he says bids for connection can be small or big, verbal or nonverbal. They are requests to connect. They might take the form of an expression, a question, or physical outreach. They can be funny, they can be serious, or they can be sexual in nature. And we all do these things without thinking of, of the reason behind them. We do them to connect emotionally with someone important to us. That's his definition. And, you know, we all do these things. We all make these bids, big and small, um, with our partner, with a prospective partner, without maybe thinking about a reason behind them, but we do it to emotionally connect with someone. Like, for instance, my girlfriend, I love pointing things out to her. <laughs> like, I do it very often with her. Like, hey, look at this cool rock, or did you see that tree, or look at that sunset. Simple, simple, small statements, small observations. But to me, it's a small but important bid for emotional connection with her. Something we can both appreciate in a small way and bond because of it in a small way. Other bids for connection could be as simple as, tell me about your day, let's cuddle, want to go do XYZ activity, I made you some cookies, how are your parents, and so on and small, so on, right? Small things, statements, small acts, questions, small outreaches that connect us in ways that seem small, but actually represent a like joint understanding, a joint engagement with the world around us, right? So that's what Gottman refers to as bids for emotional connection. And the thing with these, of course, is that when it comes to relationships that are healthy and long-term um, versus those that run their course and end up not being healthy, one's receptiveness to your partner's bids for connection and their receptiveness to yours is everything. And according to Gottman, repeated rejection of emotional bids, that's what leads to a relationship's ruin. He said, quote, when our partner denies our bids, we internalize the experience. Our brains subconsciously track how many bids are accepted or rejected. When our partner constantly turns away 
or is against our bids, we begin to feel frustrated. We are more inclined to criticize our partner, which pushes them to be defensive and may result in an argument. When couples break up, it's usually not because of big issues like fights or infidelity. More often, it's a result of the resentment and distance that builds up over time when partners continually turn away bids for connection, right? So that, that was his quote there. And again, definitely listen to episode 456 on resentment because that plays a big, big role here. But I like this idea of emotional bids for connection, the human ways that we strive to connect with other people practically, right? Not two souls becoming one, but hey, look at that cool rock. Hey, I just did a funny joke, right? And with that in mind, amidst all of the big things that couples have to take on together, right? The world, your finances, your goals, pressures, timelines, temptation, kids, careers, these little things are important. How receptive to them are you? How receptive to yours are they? When you point out a cool rock to your partner, how do they react? Do they say, oh, that's sick? Or who cares? When you ask about their day, do they let you in? When you make that bid for connection, do they take it and run with it? Or do they cast it aside? Bids for emotional connection. And amidst this context, humor is a huge one. Humor, the health of a relationship hinges on a lot of things, certainly, but I really think a big one certainly a top three one is how willing are you both to be silly gooses together? Seriously, how down the clown are you two? Are you willing to let your guard down and be goofy together? What role does humor play in your relationship? Not just something that's fun. I mean, who doesn't like to laugh, but it's a something, it's something that functions as an emotional connection. And I'll say here that I got the idea to do this episode, not only because I've always considered my myself to be a silly goose in a sense because I'm incapable of taking things seriously, of not making jokes in pretty much all context. But there's this TikTok right now going viral where this woman is talking about how she went on a first date with a guy and she's like recapping it with this like (laughs) disgust. And she says in reference to this guy, she goes, you're going to look me dead in the face after I made an amazing joke and you just giggle back. You're not going to give me something back. You're not going to riff my bits we're not going to be goofy, right? AKA, you're just gonna, you're not going to joke back. You're just going to laugh. And this phrase, riff my bits, has taken off on social media. You might have seen it. You have to riff each other's bits. And, you know, even the first comment on the video was, uh, fellas, if she knows the phrase riff bits, she's a keeper. And as much as obviously this is a, a bit of hyperbole and everyone has different senses of humor and Certainly, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll be in the moment and I I don't have a good joke back, but then I'll think of a real banger like five hours later. But this idea of riffing each other's bits is what Gottman is actually talking about here practically. To riff each other's bits is a prime example of a bid for emotional connection. It's the idea of humor as a form of connection. That is to play off each other's humor, to play off each other's witty banter, to welcome it in even amidst moments where you're feeling vulnerable or it's a serious moment, to always have that foundation of playfulness and levity and not-so-seriousness, it is very important. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? 
not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Sharing silly goose moments together, being clowns together. It's a reminder that in a relationship, it's okay to let your guard down and just be that way and just be goofy. Emphasis on letting your guard down, right? Because when you do, well, that thing at hand, the thing that maybe is causing resentment or criticism or stress or overthinking or anxiety, it loses a little bit of its power between you two. That thing that's that's causing friction between the two of you, it loses a little bit of it. It reminds you that you're on the same page and you just need to be reminded of that. It's a reminder that you do understand each other. In this moment, maybe not, but humor bonds you back together. It opens the door to coming back together. Humor is safety. It it provides a safe space between you two. So as weird as it sounds and as like immature as it sounds to have a mature relationship, a healthy, mature relationship built on trust and communication It requires being a silly goose, being down the clown, riffing each other's bits, whatever (laughs) silly phrase you want to use. It requires playfulness. It requires playfulness. It is the most freeing, most easy bid for emotional connection between two people to be down to clown with your partner. No matter how much overthinking is running through your heads, no matter how annoyed you are, allow yourself, allow your partner to clown. It brings you back together. And certainly I'm not suggesting that you avoid the issue at hand, the thing that's on your heart, and just joke instead of be serious. There's a time and place, of course. But humor is like rebellion against life's seriousness. It's a way of saying, I understand you. And that's kind of the episode here. You know, I say, strive for this. Judge your relationship through this lens. Do you feel free to be a silly goose with your partner? Is there a safe space between you two where humor, playfulness, lightheartedness is welcomed, is encouraged? 
Does your partner free you to be down the clown? Do they themselves, are they down the clown, right? It's important. It's important. Amidst the other bids for connection that are equally as effective, this is the most human. It's the most natural. And sometimes in a world that's filled with seriousness and heaviness, this is exactly what we need to do to find ourselves again. That is to find ourselves with our partner again, facing the same direction in a world that's probably got us spun around. And when we do this and our partner joins us in a sense of playfulness, you find common footing. You avoid the types of things that lead to a relationship's ruin, namely rejection of emotional bids for connection, resentment, contempt, unfair judgment of them, of yourself. So really, I don't want to make this bigger than it is, but humor is healing. I think so. Humor is healing. It's an easy way to acknowledge the absolute absurdity of human imperfection and to embrace that in each other and in a relationship. It allows us then in that context to swing the pendulum back to being human instead of being perfect, instead of being serious, where little things become big and get blown out of proportion. So in that sense, humor, being down the clown, riffing each other's bits, it provides common ground and a reset. To laugh together is to heal. It really is the cornerstone, I think, of a healthy relationship. And I'm sure if I looked it up, there's likely science behind laughter. It reduces stress and cortisol and hormones and things like that. But I've found, as I'm sure you have too, and Gottman obviously has as well, that you know a joke, a willingness to be lighthearted and goofy with a partner it encourages open dialogue. It lowers your guard and encourages open dialogue. It can turn an argument into something more productive. It breaks the ice, whatever you want to, however you want to describe it. It says, we understand each other fundamentally. Right now, we're not on the same page, but let's return to that place. Humor represents shared perspective, alignment, alignment. And alignment is glue in a relationship because there's a lot of things that threaten alignment misunderstandings, uh, miscommunications, overthinking, allowing resentment to boil up and gain more weight, you know, the whole thing. But being silly together, just two people down the clown, it says on a fundamental level, we understand each other. Right now we're struggling to do so, but we can and we will. Laughter helps you reset. That's reset in a world that tends to try to pull people apart. But laughter brings you back together. It reminds you to not take yourself to not take everything too seriously, to embrace imperfections and a shared sense of humor. And in a world that is all too unpredictable, this is a foundation we can return to. It's always there for us. It represents emotional connection, a bid for emotional connection. So that's it, Ellen, right there. I hope this was helpful for you in some small way. I hope it gave you something to consider. If it did, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend. That means a lot. So thank you for sending them the link to Apple Podcast or Spotify. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.